Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds, back in the studio on a Friday morning. So last Saturday, I was a guest on Ned Talk, and I think the over-under was like, what, 39? 39. And you took the over, I took the under. I was right. You I don't, were right. I don't get to say that very often, but I'm definitely going to say that now. But wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's <laughs> talk a little bit about the numbers of points, because I think the final was 36. It was close. That is under 39. I know, but, but I, I still think I still think 39 was too much. 36 was almost too much, but but yeah, I, I knew it was 39 was too much. But hey, tonight, though, the spread for the Cardinals-Chiefs game is 41. I think that's also too much. What do you think? I can tell you it's too much because, number one, the Chiefs are probably going to be very limited with who they play. I look for Mahomes to play about a quarter tonight, maybe the first Mm -hmm. quarter. Offensive line will play more than that because uh, Reed wants wants them to work into a level of cohesiveness, which apparently they have not shown all that much in practice. They're good, good players. They have to work together. That's what a team is all about. And the Arizona Cardinals are probably not going to play anybody. They've already said their offensive line, they've had too many of those nagging injuries, and this is an exhibition game, so they won't play very much at all. How much Kyler Murray will be in there remains to be seen. <laughs> this may be a nothing-nothing game. Well, <laughs> no, you know, that I don't, I, that makes me kind of disappointed because I've been obviously asked a lot in the last five days about what I thought about the first game, and I said, you know, there were some really good things, but I feel like I didn't really get to see enough of that new offensive line to see them do what I think they're going to do. And you you kind of see the trend of Mahomes going to be being more of a game manager, which is what he needs to be if you're going to have a long-term contract like that. If he's going to be smart, yeah, he can make those you know no-look, behind-the-back dunk throws whenever he needs to. Keep but in mind that the offensive line is also playing against the other team's first that's, defensive that's, line. That, that also is another thing. And then tonight, if they're not starting anybody, it's still kind of, we'll... We'll see, but I, I, that's that's really what I'm looking forward to the most is is how that offense is going to develop into this year, and if we can run the ball behind these uh, front front guys, Chiefs should be able to do that. They should be able to run tonight. I think that uh, the key running backs will be in there, and uh, I think that'll be probably about the same as Mahomes, probably about one quarter, maybe a quarter and a half. But I do look for them to play that length of game. Do you uh, see any uh, nagging injuries going into this game? Any there's there's only one, and that's uh, our friend Mr. Clark, yep. who apparently has a hamstring, a nagging, not serious, but a nagging hamstring injury that they're still trying to, oh, heal in some respects. So he probably will not play tonight, but come on, it's an exhibition. It is, and there were some young dudes coming up that I really want to see play tonight too. So that's uh, good. We'll talk about when Ned talk and all that stuff's going to start next hour. Let's talk about the uh, football jamborees tonight. That's always a good time. It is. It is. These jamborees have been going on now for a little bit over a decade, maybe a decade and a half. They're the old soap scrimmages that uh, football teams, high school football teams, used to have, in which (laughs) the admission to the game was a bar of soap. And that helped the team throughout the season to cut down on expenses. But you had your team divided in half, whichever way the coach wanted to do it. These are different, and I really love this idea. This is a host team. In this case, in Springfield's case, I know that Parkview's hosting one, and I know that Catholic is hosting one. There may be others that I don't know about. But the host team, and then usually three others. Sometimes it's more, sometimes it's less. Each team is allowed 72 plays. 36 on offense, 36 on defense, and you play each of the other teams. 
There are referees. It's fully officiated. If a team scores a touchdown, you go back and continue with your offensive plays. You don't start over again. And I think they use it's either the 25 or the 30-yard line as the beginning point for these games. Really great for the kids. They have a chance to see how they're going to match up against others. It isn't necessarily large against large. Sometimes you might get a maybe a Glendale against, uh, well, we'll say Ava, or uh, maybe a Clever or somebody like that. But that's fine because you're giving the kids the opportunity to play against others, and that's what they're all looking for because the season begins next weekend. Yeah, these kids are sweating it up big time and puking after drills. <laughs> um, but in, in addition to that, though, that's the you hit on something. Those jamborees are great because it gives these kids a chance to practice in that red zone, which a lot of teams don't really get to do that outside of practice against competition. So it's good practice going into the season. Football is back, baby. So when the Cardinals started their series against Milwaukee, you and I definitely agreed the fact that every series the Cardinals plays with the Brewers, they need to take two out of three at the minimum. Well, this one didn't go like that, did it? No, but they took one out of three. At least they got one, right. They had a five. They were behind in last night's game, four to one in the fifth inning, came up with a five-run inning and go on to win eight four. And this is against a pretty good pitcher, too, Brandon Woodruff. But like anybody else, this is Major League Baseball, and anything can happen. Pitchers, sluggers, whatever, they're going to be slumps. I loved Mike Schilt talking about the heart of his team and coming back. Really? Where's the heart of the team earlier this season and all that? But that's a reporter's viewpoint. All right. Uh, The Cardinals do get a win. As far as playoffs are concerned, they are 11 games out of first place. This is with about 40 to play. Play, uh, uh, Wild card, they are in the hunt. They are three and a half games out of the uh, nearest wild card competitor, which is the San Diego Padres. Cardinals played them in St. Louis coming up in the first part of September. Cardinals also played the Dodgers. But I loved one of the reporters up in St. Louis. For the next couple of weeks, the Cardinals are entering the Charmin Soft portion of their schedule. (laughs) What a great description. (laughs) Cardinals played the Pirates this weekend, and the Pirates are among the weakest teams in baseball. After that series, the Detroit Tigers come into play. Detroit is not very strong. And then the Cardinals go back to Pittsburgh again for three more games. Boy, what a great chance, great chance for St. Louis to add to their their, uh, standing in the National League Central Division and maybe overhaul some of these teams. It is possible. They're definitely uh, chasing that wild card now, and that's pretty much the only thing they can get at this point, I would think. It would have to take a monumental collapse by Milwaukee for them to get see. I don't see the Brewers collapsing like that. They've got a pretty... uh, Pretty uh, complete team right now. Um, Speaking of which, it's just like opposite land. The Royals on the other side of the state are going against arguably one of the best teams in baseball and making them look like jokers. They did. Two out of three. The Houston did win yesterday in the 10th inning. Six to three. Game went to extra frames. And who do you suppose gets the key hit for the Houston Astros in the 10th inning? How about this for a name from the past? Aledmez Diaz, former Springfield Cardinal, coming up. He's bounced around. He's been with Toronto. He's been with several, one other club. Now with the Astros. And now the kid, and he's not a kid any longer, has developed into a very good Major League shortstop. And gets the key hit, two-run single, and the Astros win 6-3. to three. So Kansas City does drop the final game of their series. They were otherwise looking at a sweep of the Strohs. I'm still pissed off at the Cardinals for getting rid of Diaz. I, I thought he was going to be something, and that one was a unfortunate <laughs> let go, in my opinion. But 
hey, Houston's benefit, I suppose, or whoever his team he's on. Uh, so as we mentioned last hour, the Kansas City Chiefs in their second preseason game of the season. That is tonight. So you have plans. That all starts at 5 o'clock with your live and local Chiefs pregame show, Ned Talk. We do the one-hour pregame show. That's the local pregame show that we do from 5 to 6. Then we join Hart Haynes and Mitch Holdis for the Chiefs pregame show, uh, which is 6-2, probably about 7, and the game will kick off shortly after 7 o'clock. This will be a lot of fun. I think the uh, Chiefs have a very well I know they do. They have probably the best team in the NFL. How it shows an exhibition remains to be seen. Kansas City is a three-point favorite. How you can establish a line for an exhibition game, for those of us who put chocolate chips, do not play it. Don't play any (laughs) of your chips on any preseason game at all, especially I saw 2.5, and I'm like, how the hell are they going to put that down? That's just insane. No one, no one is putting money. Uh, you're not you're not a true chocolate chip. Yeah, I, well, I never have been because I never really had any true chocolate chips, Ned. Uh, I'll see you back here tonight at 5. You have a great day, sir.